0: the quarterback number 19 Bernie, Bernie oh yeah how oh, you can throw yeah, 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 yeah Bernie, Bernie oh baby Super Bowl
1: Miami All right, so everybody, young. welcome I to, to, the wizard, my God. to the P. Season 2 here on AquabareLegion.com. I am your host, Brian Costco, joined by the usual gang of suspects, some of which are no longer allowed at the local public library, Ian Woof. Wait,
0: who's not allowed to the library?
1: Ian Woof.
2: <laughs> Wait.
1: Okay. Chris Poland.
2: Hello.
1: Brian Weeby, woohoo! And this episode, I feel, will be a true test on whether this podcast does actually thrive in the absence of hope, because <laughs> the Browns lost to the Jaguars today, thirty-two to twenty-eight. They dropped a four and eight on the season. The Jaguars get a third win on the year after starting zero and eight. And wow, it was beyond painful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was heart wrenching.
3: I think we gave the gave the Jaguars most of their points. Like we scored kind well, of all yeah. points.
1: Almost all of them. Yeah. There was. I was listening to the post game thing while I was running to the store quick, and they said in that last two minutes and thirty seven seconds, I think in the first half, you know, we essentially gave them fourteen points. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> Nice job, Stats. <laughs> and along those lines, I mean, like, that safety then, too, the bad snap by Alex Mack, that might have been one of the saddest plays I've ever seen. Oh, jeez. And then he kicked it. Brandon Whedon kicked it yeah. out of the end zone.
0: Yeah. The only thing, like, sadder, the only play that would have been sadder than that is, like, if they snapped the ball and then the quarterback put down a kitten that nobody wanted to adopt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like in a box yeah Ugh. So was it,
2: was it just the feed I had I, I don't know but like they came back to that play very late uh, and it was just like oh football's back on and this is the worst snap ever yeah it, it was shocking
1: yes. it was terrible I, just, yeah. I was
3: taking a shit while that occurred which was kind of you know
1: appropriate Fritting. I guess absolutely yeah. Well, let's talk about the, the Browns good stuff. were also taking a shit. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they were taking a shit as well, all at the same time. All over um, our hopes and our dreams for this well- team. Seriously. <sighs> um, let's talk about some of the good stuff super quick. It only take a second. Josh Gordon <laughs> looked incredible, posting his second 200-plus yard game in a row with 261 yards on the day. Two touchdowns, right? Yep. No. Um, one.
0: I don't
1: know. I should Come on, Stats. You should. <laughs> uh, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, yeah. Uh, including a 95-yarder at the end there to put him back up, but that wasn't enough. Um, and
3: I believe some big-time catches that led to a lot of the other scores as well. Yeah, huge
1: yeah. catches, man. He looked great. The uh, first pass
3: of the game was amazing.
1: In the yeah, that 40-yarder. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: That, and how about the 95 yarder? I was running and jumping awesome. around my house when that was awesome.
2: That
1: was incredible,
2: and I th- I thought you know a lot of that credit does go to Gordon, not just for the run after, but that was a tough catch. Like he had that defender right in his face.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. Um. And it just, uh I mean, like after that, I thought maybe they were going to win the game, and I didn't even care how terrible everything else had looked. And mm-hmm. then it just yeah, I don't even know what happened. I mean, Joe Hayden gave up a touchdown. There was a few other things before that, though, on that drive that were just dumbfounding. Um, what else do we have in the better column? Willis McGahee looked a little better.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? I guess.
0: 14 carries, 57 yards, one <laughs> touchdown.
1: Stops. I'll take it. I'll take it. Trent Richardson got benched today. Yeah. In Minneapolis, yeah. so. There's that. Whatever. I guess Willis McGahee. He, he's a hot young stud of a running back.
3: Now uh, <laughs> yeah, I know we're going to talk about free agents in a different category soon, but uh, Maurice Jones-Drew looked like the only good offensive player on the Jags, and he's a free agent.
1: He is a free agent. So is Ben Tate, right? That's another one that they've talked about going after before. He looked pretty good today, I think, too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean they're gonna have to do something there too, but this at least looked a little more serviceable. However, I think pretty much the rest of the team looked terrible. I mean, does any other maybe like TJ Ward Mingo had a couple plays, but like uh I mean
3: Yeah, I mean I think the last few weeks like a lot of things that I didn't think were problems now seem like they're like problematic at least, you know? Yeah. Like well, uh, well, the defense is good, but they're not great.
1: No, they're not creating no, no, no. points or turnovers anymore. That
0: last couple of weeks, there's been a definite lack of quarterback pressure out of the defense, at least in my eyes.
1: Yeah, I mean, did they get to Chad Henney at all today? I mean, like, you're talking about, is Chad fucking Henney? In the I, I,
0: honestly, when they, they kept referring to him just by his last name, I thought, oh, there's some other guy in the league called Henney.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, there's I, no way it's Chad no, Henney, but yeah. it is. And their offensive line, like, they've had a bunch of injuries, too. So, I mean, this is, like, the second and third string guys for the Jaguars. Like, come on, They traded away for, like, they're one
3: of their best linemen they traded.
1: Yeah, to the Ravens, right, didn't they? I think so.
3: Yeah, I think.
1: This podcast thrives on misinformation. I don't know, probably. (laughs) Good luck. Sounds about right. That sounds good. So, O-line can't block. Uh, They weren't doing a good job keeping Whedon upright. And obviously Alex Mack just chucking footballs around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that I think, you know, that's been a thing the past couple weeks, the O-line. But I think, Brian, that sort of falls into the category you mentioned too, like things that I didn't think were an issue in week six or something. Now are just like, are you kidding me? Mitchell Schwartz is letting everybody through.
3: Yeah. Mitchell Schwartz like, running. Even just coming into the season, the Browns offensive line was sort of like, oh, it's a bright spot, you know. Yeah. Well, even and today, really the isn't.
1: yeah, even today the announcers were like, "Oh, well, they've had all five starters every game on the offensive line. Nice form of consistency." It was like a crappy consistency. <laughs> like that's not, <laughs>
3: right.
1: you know, I mean, Mitchell diarrhea
3: Schwartz, consistency. Yeah, right. Oh. Soupy. Hey, Mitchell <laughs> Schwartz
1: is running a drive-through on the right side of that line, man.
3: Do we have a splashing sound we could add in during my uh, diarrhea comment? Splash. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Splash. Um, Brandon Whedon is terrible. I don't want to talk about it too much, really. I mean, he knew. I knew he he threw for f- a billion yards or whatever because Josh Gordon is a superhuman. <laughs> um, but man, and the Whedon flip came back a couple times.
3: Yeah, you know, it's so weird. Enough. Like the game started out, and it's like you think maybe he just well, can go a a little while longer without you know oh, totally it. fucking up, and then he has like two minutes where he just. Fucks up harder than you think anyone possibly could. Two not, interceptions yeah, no.
1: in a row. Two interceptions in a row. Two yeah, consecutive again,
0: They were uh, talking about how he's going to be playing loose because he knows that everybody hates him.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I caught that. Yeah, that was weird.
0: And it seemed like it the first you know quarter and a half before once again. What's that? Well, that's, a, yeah, that's a train.
1: Oh, the train, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> do,
3: we have a, do we have a theme song for the train, Brian? Maybe? I don't know. Come on, everybody! You can ride it.
1: <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> Train, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and apparently, Brandon Whedon had a concussion, which may explain some things. I didn't see when he got it, but he was, according to the thing I read, t- talking concussive stuff after the game, and they checked him out, and sure enough, he did. I think have one. So that means we will probably won't see Brandon Weeden next week.
0: Oh, thank God.
1: I know, right? Against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about who we might see later on, because uh, Jason Campbell might be ready, but he's kind of fuckered up, too.
3: The concussion carousel.
1: Yeah, man. They, and they're going to have to probably sign another quarterback now if we you know, as a backup.
3: It, this oh is again points oh back to the line, though, of being like, if two of your quarterbacks are out with concussions, you're not doing your job right.
0: Absolutely. Are they sure that Brandon Whedon actually has a concussion? And it's not just that he's really dumb.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, they, I don't know if, what the criteria is exactly. It probably would be tough to tell though. Did
0: like the uh, catcher threw down a two and he threw a fastball instead of a curve.
1: Yes. I, well, he, that kick through the end zone was a little bit more reminiscent of soccer, I thought actually. <laughs> and um, then
3: have we seen? We have we mentioned it yet? The Whedon flip multiple times.
1: Yeah, a couple times.
3: Oh my God.
1: Where you been? <laughs> <laughs> we did mention it. Get your head in the game.
3: Sorry, I was thinking about baseball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the thing. You know, I mean, it's that instinct stuff, like the weed and flip. Like, I don't like that. That's something that not only his brain thinks of it all, but it's the first thing. Yeah, I like, think oh, I'm did just going to fling times. it. Three times. Three times,
0: yeah. It's the, the first thing is, like, as soon as he gets the ball from center, like, he has
1: to, I gotta to flip like, it. No don't, no, don't do this. Don't, don't, do it. Do it. <laughs> don't do it, Brandon. Don't do it. Look for Gordon. Look for Gordon. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he sucks. Hopefully Jason Campbell comes back next week. If not, we're going to be looking at our 21st Browns quarterback, Alex Tanney, and we'll talk about him after the break. Trick shot. Hey, um, trick shot. We'll have to come up with some theme music for him. Uh, Joe Hayden, we're going to talk about that, too. Obviously got burned for that touchdown to old Cecil the third of Cleveland, Ohio. Collinwood <laughs> High School.
0: Cecil Shorts the third. He sounds like the fucking uh, the ringleader at the rich kid camp across the lake from the fat kid camp. <laughs> right. Like he's the one leading the charge to like make all those fatties feel bad about trying to improve themselves. But really, all those fat kids want to do whoa, is just, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, they whoa. feel better about themselves. Whoa. <laughs> wow. That's the other podcast you want. It is. It is also called six Bs in a P. If you can guess what that stands for, send us an email over at I guessed what that stood for and now I'm letting you know at tumblr.6b.p What else do we got here? So yeah, Hayden didn't look as good as he had in previous weeks and obviously he flipped out a little bit after the game, a little emotional. I heard he was on the verge of tears and knocking shit around and didn't talk I... to the media.
0: During the last Browns drive, they uh, had that shot of Hayden. He's, like, sitting there on the bench. With right. His he gets up, takes one step to the left, two steps back to the right, and then just sits back down and puts his head in his hands again.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah he's and looking. he's a free agent, right, after this year?
3: Is he? Uh, one more season.
1: One more season. Yeah, TJ Ward is Thanks up. Thanks a lot for that.
3: Season. Update contracts.
1: Yeah, contracts over there. I like that.
3: The big ones next year are TJ Ward, as you said, and then the center today, who's playing in a contract year, throwing the ball in the fucking end zone.
1: Fuck that guy. He's
0: in a secret
3: world thinking he's a quarterback.
1: Maybe he wants
3: to be the backup now. <laughs> I, I think
1: he might be. <laughs> At this and point. Bri- Brian, you brought up, which I think is a very valid point in the outline here, that the Browns appear to be much worse than we thought. And I agree with that.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, just across the board, I mean, we've mentioned some specific areas, but, I mean, you know, that was the thing. It was, like, I feel like even with maybe Jason Campbell or something, I would have thought there would have slightly been a chance to score in the last 40 seconds there. But, like, Brandon Whedon's not going down the field with timeouts, you know?
2: hmm
1: I mean, ah. What else? Jaguars have ugly helmets.
0: Well, real quick before we move on to that, I, I tried to send this text message during the game to everybody that the, the Browns that we're watching now... Wait, hold
1: on. Let me guess. Was it just an empty bubble?
0: <laughs> I, it's probably what you received, but I had some real genuine insight, believe it or not, instead of me like, just sending pictures of myself flipping off the TV. Yeah. Um, I, I, what I said was that uh, this is the team that we thought we had after week two. Like, yeah. when everything had gone to shit, and, like, like, well, this is just going to be god-awful the rest of the way out, and Brandon Whedon's going to suck, and we're not going to be able to run the ball. I mean, we're back to that point now. It's like, they are yeah, it,
1: seems it. that way, yeah. So mm-hmm. what was the deal? What was that other team?
0: I don't know. That was a, I don't know. I wish I knew. I wish they'd come back. You guys, I miss you.
1: Yeah, they were great. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Well, Josh I mean, Gordon's insane, I, though. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, let's yeah, talk about the Jaguars' you know. ugly helmets because those are hideous.
2: Ugh. Yeah, that's, God. It's really. Look- it's like for me, it's that it's like glossy gold on the back
1: and yeah. then matte the black. The matte black. black yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on like the it's front. fucking spray paint. Yeah, and, it looks horrible. And their uniforms I think are terrible. Exhibit those helmets. <laughs> yeah, exhibit. He's like, I heard you like Jaguars, dog. So I will put a Jaguar on the Jaguar.
3: We got that uh, matte glossy on the
1: back. <laughs> <laughs> Their uniforms are stupid, too. They're just, I mean, that was the thing. What made me really sad after the Browns lost that game was earlier in the game, I remember thinking, well, I feel like I'm more excited to be a Browns fan than I would be to be a Jaguars fan. <laughs> and then yeah. they beat us. And I was right. like, fuck, man, you know, because like, that's terrible.
3: Ugh. Here's what I think the Jags should do uniform-wise. Keep do the think? helmets. Uh-huh. And then have the numbers be in like knit, you know, like knit sweater numbers. Like crocheted and, nice. and leather shoulder pads. Wow. Or leather, you know, on the shoulders.
1: Nice. Kind of like Cosby
3: that. it up a
0: bit more.
1: Yeah.
3: We should
0: go some uh, John Stockton shorts for their pants. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't want to talk about this game anymore. I don't think. Does anybody else have anything they wanted to mention about this specifically? Uh-huh. No. Enough. That game. It sucked. I and mean, um,
0: we're not even yeah. bad enough to have a really good draft pick yet. That's the other shitty thing. Right. Like, that, that other team, those body snatchers that won a few games, like, they've dropped us, like, right now we're 9 or 10, I think, yeah. in the first round. Which we're is really- to say we're not going to lose any more games because we're probably going to lose
1: all of them. I think we're going to lose all of them. And I actually talked to my friend Paul. He's a big Browns fan. Um the other night, and he was like, I am just going into it thinking we're going to lose every game, and if we win one, then that's cool, because I'm not expecting to. like." And uh, I was like, that's a good way to do it, I think, at this point. The season is officially over. This it's done. Really right? I think that's safe to say. Yeah. yeah. No. I can't say there's even an absence of hope anymore. because No, there's just it's a nothingness. Yeah, and I was like, Now's oh the opportunity just to, like, I mean, it interests me as a fan, and maybe we'll kind of even, we're doing it even in this episode, kind of talking more about the future and possible QBs and stuff. But I want to kind of just watch the games in the context of who out of these guys are worth keeping around, you know.
3: Right. <laughs> I also have the feeling at this point in the season of, like, you know, and I felt it actually the more the last couple weeks, more so than this week, but just uh, how could I be so stupid, you know, like, to think that there was a chance this season.
1: Right, I listened to a little bit of the episode when we were in Chicago, like all of us are like wasted, they just beat the Ravens, we all are just like, we're in, some of the things we we said sound insane now. Yeah, <laughs> you know there's like the part where we're talking about the wins it's like alright alright jaguars that's a win it's like oh no no it's not in the future it's not it's well, terrible
0: we let ourselves get sucked in and I think you kind of have to as a Browns fan
1: right? Uh, just kinda,
0: that one little fucking ray of hope you gotta glom onto that motherfucker right <laughs> it seriously it just withers up and it dies right in front of you
1: totally Every year. And it has. I think this week it officially has. And we wanted to talk about, too, I think we all kind of noticed this throughout the game, me and Chris were talking about it, that watching football in the month of December I think is the most terrifying form of capitalism because the commercials are just insane. And it's all, like, diamonds and necklaces and cars. And I, it,
0: I, like, every time I go outside with my girlfriend now, she's expecting to see Alexis with a bow on it.
1: With a big-ass <laughs> bow. And instead there's just nothing. Yeah, there's in the still,
3: glove box filled with
2: diamonds. But I, I like how there seems to be this theme of, you know, young men um, impressing women in front of their families. Uh, you know, and oh, he bought her yeah, a diamond, or he weird, bought her a car. Right?
1: This guy, he knows what's going on. <laughs> and there was that one where he bought the he bought that girl a necklace. Yeah, that little girl. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that one? He's like, exactly. I, I'm excited that you're a part of my family, it's too. Just like mommy. Just like yours, mommy. Uh, there was
3: a commercial I wanted to mention, the Cadillac commercials yeah. with the two brothers, where the one's always like grabbing his stuff back from the younger brother like and saying, that's mine. And then Flash 2, now they're both adults, and the older brother's got a little paunch on him, and the younger brother's like a model, and he's got a Cadillac. And he's like, "That's mine." <laughs> I just—I really wanted to be like, "You old fat piece of shit." <laughs> That's
1: how I thought. Also, Subway's yeah. got pastrami now, apparently. I yeah. got that commercial?
0: I bet that pastrami is just awful.
1: Hmm. Good thing they don't sponsor our Fresh Take Hotline. I know.
0: Who is um. The hotline sponsor this
1: week. We're gonna go back to Pierogi Mountain, guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you
1: can find them on Facebook, search Pierogi Mountain, best damn pierogies I've had. Um,
0: they are pumping a whole lot of money into this uh, operation.
1: They are. Um, I'm actually in a pierogi suit. You can see that if you're watching us live on USPN 7. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's, on Bur- he's at Bourbon Street in Columbus on Tuesday nights pumping them out. And you can get them there all the time, frozen. Take them home.
0: I'm going to get some when I am in Ohio for Christmas.
1: There you go. Even in the holiday time. Pierogi makes great gift. <laughs> um, you talk about the break. We'll what you call in What you like that? pierogi. Seriously, yeah. If you call now... I was thinking about doing that. I think we need to do a pledge drive so I can get Sunday ticket. Is that selfish? <laughs> no. I,
0: I, not at all. I think it's important.
1: It will. I can give you guys all the password.
3: I know. That'd be good. I'm down with that.
0: If you're out there listening and you want to uh, get <laughs> a call for the show, you can contact us at ianjacobwolf at gmail.com. I'll be sure to pass it on to the rest of the guys. Whatever you want to give. It'll be great.
1: Totally great. We'll look you up with some pierogi. Tote bag. <clears throat> crank crank weather radio. 6 P and a P crank weather radio. Um, we've got a segment we want to do before the break and I don't know too much even about what we're going to do. I have a general idea of this topic but The Sunday Night Football theme song, America, is insanely terrible. Is that a good way to put it?
0: I think it's the only way to put it. I think that's accurate.
1: And Chris, um, you've been listening to this and thinking about this, and you had some uh, hilarity you wanted to discuss.
2: Well, I just, uh, it makes me...
1: uh,
0: I think we should listen to it. I I agree.
1: Okay, let's listen to it. Here
0: we
3: go. Well, right?
1: I think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chris,
3: I've do you heard have that one this season. It's terrible.
2: It's painful, and and first of all, it's I think that did the Browns have a Monday night game this year? I thought they did, right?
1: No, they had a Thursday night game. That's oh, where the Thursday NFL night puts, puts night. teams no one cares about. <laughs>
2: Well then, I guess that point doesn't uh, uh, isn't accurate because she said all of the best play on Monday night. And I don't know yeah, if that that's incredibly true. true. Um, but yeah, it's just it's first of all, it's way too long. Um, really long. Really, really long. You know, People watch just...
1: Sunday <laughs> night
2: NBC. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is that all she tells you repeatedly is that it's Sunday night and there's football on TV in America. Um, and she just kind of repeats that again and again and again and again. And it drives me crazy because I really like the, you know, triumphant orchestral music that right. I usually associate with football.
1: It Have I told like, you about my idea for a band called the NFL? That Or, a, or it might just be called football. <laughs> and we just play the fucking amazing, intense orchestral songs that play during football. Like during the NFL film stuff? Yeah, like...
0: If I may, I would like to read the lyrics.
1: Because Sunday I'm not night, sure. The Sunday night song? Real fast, before you do that, because I want to see if I can guess this, I think it might have been in one of the old versions, like the Faith Hill one or something, which is also terrible. But there was a great line. I can't remember who else does the announcing besides Chris Collinsworth. But it's like... Um, Some, you know, that guy and Chris having fun on TV is one of the lines, and I just remember I was like, "What the hell is that?"
0: All right, here we go. You guys ready?
1: Go on. Just to make it clear.
0: All right, Sunday night, where are you? Waiting for the game that leads red, white, and blue. You want some football? (laughs) Hey, Jack. It's a fact. The show's back in town. Stadium's rocking. time to crank up the sound. NFL's best have come to play. Coast to coast, there's just one thing left to say. I've been waiting all day for <laughs> Sunday night. Get on your feet for a star-spangled fight. More than a game, it's every fan's right. That's wow. why I've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Sunday night football on NBC. Al and Chris are the best on TV. Mm.
1: Oh, they changed
0: changed it. It's the place to be because the NFL rocks on NBC. Yeah. Wow.
2: Compare that to.
3: Hold yeah. on. Da, 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 da. Hold on. Do you guys yeah, okay. remember Hank Williams' Monday Night Football song? Hank Williams Jr.? Can we play
1: that? Do you that? remember that
3: song? Oh, absolutely.
1: That
2: was awesome.
3: All right, here's the original version of that song, how that starts. Be I got ketchup on my blue jeans. I just burnt my hand. Lord, it's hard to be a bachelor man. I got girls that can cook. I got girls that can clean. I got girls that can do anything in between. <laughs> <laughs> that is, is. a former Monday shit. Night Football wow. sock. That is what we are paying for now.
1: Hell wow. yeah. That is way better. <laughs> um, let's send it off. Brian, do you want to send it? Let's, let's send, have Chris Poland send it off to Brian Weeby for this week in Broken Bandwagon segment. Okay. Um. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> All right.
2: Broken bandwagon with b wee B. Brian Michael can clearly see what the Browns need to fix on O and on D, because America, football, and TV. <laughs> yeah. <Holy>
3: shit. <laughs> Incredible. That's
1: beautiful. 6BZP, com. Thanks
3: for that sweet intro. Broken bandwagon, Brian Weeby. Hey, loyal army, hope has been killed, and things will probably get worse. The Browns head to New England to most likely receive a giant ass whooping. But there is a connection there. Belichick. Bill Belichick. The Browns were the first team that Belichick was the head coach of. And I've mentioned him here before, in Broken Bandwagon. Everybody who watches football knows Bilicek. He never smiles. He wears a grubby sweatshirt. He wins. He's not afraid to sweep the leg. He runs up the score just to shit on your face. He will videotape your team's signals, crack the code, and destroy you. Is that cheating? Seems to require a little more effort than just cheating. But yeah, it's cheating. Elite cheating. But he can shake off those accusations like they're nothing. He can dump Wes Welker, shrug off having a murderer as a tight end, and keep winning. He turns garbage into gold. He is football, and that it's hard to reconcile his overall unlikable qualities with the admiration you have for his talents and success. My question is this. Bilicic, do you still care? Do you care at all? Do you have any soft morsels inside your black diamond heart? Does any part of you still care about the Browns? Do you have any good memories from that time? Maybe making the playoffs back in 94? We'd like to make the playoffs again sometime. You do it all the time. Do you need to make it hurt real bad? Can you just... Can you just win and not make us sad? If you beat us by less than 14 and the light twinkles in your soulless eyes that are lodged inside your dour potato head, I'll know you still care. But if you don't...
0: All right! We are back. We just heard Brian Weeby on the Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Broken Bandwagon (laughs) Hotline.com. I am your host, Ian Wolfe. No, no, you're not. (laughs) Fine. Go ahead. Nah, that's it, it's just me, I don't know who <laughs> else is here. Is anybody else here? I'm here. Nah. I'm, 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 I'm here your, too. Host, your host, Ian Wolf talking about the Browns here on Seven Letters, the podcast.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just kidding, I'm joined by the real host, Brian Cosco. Hi. Brian Weeby. Hello. Chris Poland. That's me. And you out there, America. And now yes. that's our host, uh, Brian
1: Costco. All right. And as Ian mentioned, that was a very good job there with the Progi Mountain Baroque Bandwagon Hotline. I actually wanted to give live here, this is Progy Mountain Specials this week, bacon Swiss and chive, brisket stroganoff, mm. vegan samosa, cabernet and cheddar. They're all a dollar a piece, all awesome. You can find them down at Bourbon Street. They'll be cooking them Tuesday night. And you can buy them after that anytime at the bar. Check them out on Facebook. I want to eat them. dot com. Um, so what do we what do we have here next? Oh, so we mentioned earlier the Browns. Brandon Whedon, concussion possible. Jason Campbell question mark still returning from a concussion, ribs and everything else. Brian Hoyer legs don't work anymore what we can tell so the browns signed alex tanney that's right <laughs> alex tanney of monmouth college trick bag old trick bag mcgillicuddy um and this guy is a trick shot quarterback famous on youtube And, yeah, I'm really saying all of those things (laughs) in a row. That's where we're at, everybody.
3: Guest star on Stan Lee's Inhumans.
1: Yeah, check that out on YouTube. You can find a lot of Alex Tanney's stuff on YouTube. Um, It's kind of, Is there a fine
3: quarterback we could get?
1: (laughs) I I went down the rabbit hole of trick quarterbacks for a little while. There was, like, this 18-year-old kid, like, doing some crazy shit. I think we need to get him.
0: You <laughs> think the reason they signed Alex Canny is he's used to throwing the football into uh a bunch of garbage and that's what Browns have as receivers outside of Josh Gordon. Right. Burn. You get it.
1: Yeah. Just
3: drop it in the garbage can, Alex. Throw it in the garbage.
1: <laughs> and Alex could be the 21st Browns quarterback. Um but yeah, check out the YouTube videos. He's hitting like field goal posts, crossbars and all of garbage them things. Probably. Yeah, probably.
0: It's, it's like Russian arc. It's all one take.
1: Um, I watched some footage of him playing in actual games, like preseason, and not so impressive. Mm.
0: Did it, well, did the receivers have garbage cans?
1: Well, no, we didn't even get to that. The one I saw him it was, like, his first play. And, I mean, you know, keep in mind, this is fourth quarter preseason with Lord knows who else in the game. But um, he... The one I saw just got nailed, like, really hit by a linebacker, and the ball just shot out of his hands. <laughs> and one of his own players got it past the first down, but I don't think that was the intention. So,
2: I think we should go for it, man. We should de- design plays around that shit.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, Wouldn't it be awesome if we beat the Patriots with Alex Tanney?
3: <laughs> and if he was like, all right, guys, I need you to bring some trash cans onto the field. Set up a bunch of cups. You got any gonna cones? Bounce. We're going to need cones and fireworks.
0: i going to bounce this one off the umpire's head and the umpire.
3: I did You're see like... a comment on some of this talk, uh-huh. you know, that was like, yeah, whatever, Brandon Whedon can hit uh, clay pigeons with, with his football throws, but he really? can't do it in a game or something like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just, maybe that's some quarterbacks do in their off time is just yeah. Pick I mean, and...
1: I'm going to go out on a limb. And I mean, I'm fine if I'm wrong in this, but if we do see Alex Tanney, I have a feeling he's not going to be very good. I mean, I think that's just sort of... That's a guess.
3: He's been evaluated by two other teams that are better than the Browns who let him go. Let him go,
1: like, in preseason as their fourth (laughs) option. They were like, I don't know about this guy. (laughs) The things he knows how to do don't actually take place in the real game of football, and so we're having trouble with his skill set. Um, But yeah, check him out on YouTube, Alex Tanney, Trickshot Quarterback, and then look in the sidebar for the suggestions, because you'll probably find one that does way cooler shit, Um, to like some Papa Roach or something, they have really weird (laughs) soundtracks, Um, speaking of quarterbacks... And speaking of hope for the future and the idea of evaluating who we have and where this team's going, we wanted to do a little segment on the QB watch. This week it's focusing on QBs, but each week we'll kind of do different positions. Running back, wide receiver, as Aaron Van Doren likes to call, the big fat guy that goes for the ball. And we'll talk about you know some possibilities of players available through the draft and free agency and who the Browns might have already. And we figured these first two weeks here, we'll go into next week, we'd start with quarterback, because that's obviously a position of need.
0: Well, if you remember during the game, they said that the Browns need some playmakers at quarterback and also surrounding
1: the quarterback. <laughs> right. That'd be a good place to start.
0: Yeah, so I'll start with the quarterback, then we'll go to those positions. Which <laughs>
1: We'll go to the ones surrounding. You mean Willis McGahee's not in the 10-year plan? Or Fozzie Whitaker? So, do we have any theme music for this? Okay, that's good. I like that. It's kind of futuristic. QB, 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 watch! (laughs) All right, that's the QB Watch specific version. I like that. And this week we wanted to just talk about the free agents that might be available to the Browns uh, this off-season. And, Weeby, why don't you start us off with, with a couple of the for well, lack of a better word, big names.
3: Yeah, that's that's well said. Um, well, I mean, I wanted to talk specifically about the two... There's a kind of a quarterback battle here in Chicago. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Jay Cutler, you know, he's been hurt off and on, and he's kind of a whiny bitch in general. But he's got a great arm and a lot of potential, and teams keep giving him shots. Yeah. Uh, He's not playing, but Josh McCown, who's an older journeyman whose younger brother used to be a Browns quarterback, Luke McCown, also a free agent, by the way. We'll get to that in a moment. But he's been playing really good this season. Bottom line is, I don't think the Bears, I mean, I can see them not keeping either of those guys or just keeping one of them. Right. And frankly, while I don't love either of those guys, I think they're better than anything we've seen in quite some time.
1: Agreed. What do you guys think? Who else is in that category we have here?
3: Is that what, Josh Freeman and Michael Vick?
1: <laughs> Michael Vick, man, that'd be crazy.
0: These are big names and only that people have heard of them. <laughs> but in
1: context, <laughs> I think they're big names. They in are context.
0: not good football
1: players. The next category, Ian, I want to at least remind you of, is not even like, it's not like intermediate or anything. It is literally labeled as bums. Yep. And so...
0: <laughs> Rightly so, I would say.
1: Um, and it is full of some people we're very familiar with. Actually, four former Browns quarterbacks lead the charge. Oh God, Derek Anderson, Colt McCoy, Seneca Wallace, we hardly knew ye, and as Brian mentioned earlier, Josh McCown's younger brother, Luke McCown, and then that group is rounded out by the even more bumtastic Matt Flynn who looked rough on Thanksgiving night. Uh, Chad Henney, who we saw today, who sucks. Dan Orlovsky, got to be honest, I don't know who the hell that is.
0: I think he's some sort of scientist.
1: Okay, Okay, that's not bad. And Tavares Jackson, who I am surprised is still playing. I feel like Jamarcus Russell's a better option, even. Let's get that guy. Um, We just skipped it. So, do any of these guys fit with the Browns? Or, I mean, what do you think? I don't
3: think Browns any of them or... are great answers, but I'd take some of them. You know, yeah. I'd take Jay Cutler. I'd honestly take Michael Vick. You know, he's he's. Why not? Yeah, yeah. fuck it. That's think... how much I'd like the Browns to win a little bit more is to take people <laughs> yeah. I find somewhat despicable for various reasons, somewhat? and then put them at quarterback.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> No. I was just thinking about Michael Vick running around. He would get so hurt, dude, yeah. with that offensive line.
3: Yeah, it's not a good idea, but i will fucking take it. That's all yeah, I'm right. saying. They'd
1: sell some tickets. They'd put him on the the ticket stubs. Um, so is, no, is, it, is it 6P and a P consensus that the quarterback's got to come from the draft, though, probably? Yes. If it's not Jay Cutler or Michael Vick?
0: Or Tavares Jackson or Dan
1: Orlovsky. You like Orlovsky? He wrote a paper about like
0: tumors and mice or
1: something. Oh nice. Um, what about you don't know, like do you say Tavares Jackson too? You like him? Oh. Love him. He's the Billy Ocean to uh, Michael Vick's uh, Lionel <laughs> Richie. <laughs> yes. Ugh. So yeah, we'll talk next week about some of the options the Browns might have in the draft. Ian mentioned earlier, I think it was during our break, that I wanted, and I thought it was a pretty good point to bring up, that the Browns, those shapeshifters that played as the Browns for a few weeks, did just well enough to not really get us a good draft pick. Um, and now we're in this, like, you know, around 10, 7, mm-hmm. anywhere in there they could end up. And obviously the Colts still keep winning.
0: If, if the rest of the season goes the way that we kind of think it will then we'll probably be top five draft
3: pick. Yeah, I kind think of. so. I mean, Four like, Jags beat us today. That that helps You're us right. in that race if one other... That's the silver... That's the uh, teal lining.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> the matte black and gold lining.
1: Yeah, jeez. Um, but obviously we'll get the Colts, too. They won today, but you'll, you'll get one somewhere probably in the late teens, early 20s, maybe from them. Uh, Trent Richardson, as we mentioned, got benched. I just think we should bring that up again.
3: And the Colts don't look great. I mean, I've seen headlines that are like, what's going on with the Colts? You know, shit like, they kind of suck.
1: They do kind of suck. I would love to have Andrew Luck as my quarterback, though.
2: Yeah. Ugh. I'd take it.
1: Seriously. I'd hit it. I (laughs) (laughs) I like how at the end of the games, after it's all sad and we've lost... Brandon Whedon always tries to go talk to the other quarterback, and the other quarterback's just probably like, oh, God, here comes Whedon. <laughs> talk
0: about the baseball general manager winter meetings.
1: <laughs> hey, you going down to the Hyatt for the winter meetings? Um, <laughs> so we'll talk next week on 6 Bs a P about the quarterbacks in the draft, some possibilities there. Um, which is a little bit more hopeful but as we mentioned you know the browns are gonna of course everyone wants quarterbacks right mm-hmm. a couple teams ahead of us need them too um, you' yeah. so we'll talk about
0: In jacksonville yeah i just uh, think
3: i mean above all else i would throw all of our money and all of our draft picks at a quarterback i don't care at least the rest the
1: the rest of the team's not so bad. I mean, I think that if you had a really good quarterback on this team and you got in a serviceable running back, they can be pretty good.
2: I think it I mean, was less than an hour ago in this very podcast that we were all agreeing that the Browns were worse than we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> now we're saying, you know, they're not that bad. All they need is a
3: quarterback.
1: Yeah, it's just a little time heals the wounds. Yeah.
3: I mean, I agree, they are that bad, but I I think a quarterback goes so far. I mean, he is the most important player, frankly. the entire
0: rest of the offense better, a good quarterback.
3: And And then the defense hopefully wouldn't be on the field all the time, Uh and then maybe their play gets, you know, a little bit better.
1: Right. Um, Steelers check-in this week. They played the Ravens on Thanksgiving night and lost and it was kind of crazy. Did you guys see that game at all? I
3: know. I, I heard about it. Yeah, yeah I read about the uh, the little shuffle step.
1: Yeah, and well Mike Tomlin ran on the field at one point and you're not supposed to do that. But also uh Lavon Bell uh, made famous by Ian Wolf's fantasy team <laughs> um got fucked up, man. Like the Steelers were going in for a touchdown they're down 22 to or, yeah, twenty-two to 14. They're going in for a touchdown and hand the ball off to LeVon Bell in the, like, four. He runs two yards, gets helmet-to-helmet hit, and his helmet flies off.
2: Oh,
1: it goes in the back of the end zone. He hits the ground in the end zone with the ball on his back, and his neck just, like, snaps back. It's terrible. Yeah. And, in fact, they showed it, like, a few times in a row, and then all of a sudden they stopped showing it. You can tell somebody was like, don't show that anymore. And he dropped the ball immediately in the end zone after crossing the the line there because he was unconscious. And apparently when a a helmet flies off, the play just gets whistled dead. So he didn't get a touchdown. It was like down at the two. Oh,
0: jeez. Yeah. So what you're saying is – Hey, everybody. Basically, my takeaway from that whole story is I need to search the waiver wire for a new running back.
1: Yeah, you do. He is hurt. Well, um, it doesn't matter. But right. yeah, they ended up getting the touchdown, but then they didn't get the two-point conversion. So it was really satisfying after I'd eaten a bunch of turkey and pie. <laughs> I'd just gotten back to Athens, and I sat on my couch and watched like the Steelers just continually fail in the end zone. It was pretty awesome. Um, so they lose. That probably, I think, is probably going to knock them out of the playoff hunt a bit. Um, but the Ravens are six and six now, so they're back in the thick of the AFC. Right uh, now, as it stands, Baltimore
0: has the uh, final wild card.
1: <laughs> there it is.
0: <laughs> Pittsburgh still only.
1: That pretty Pittsburgh. awesome. <laughs> uh, um, I think it's time for the tweet of the week. Ian, cue the music up.
0: It's the tweet of the
2: week.
1: This week. Phoenix. Uh, we have a couple tweets. One will come from Bernie, as we're—he's not here yet—but we're gonna put out some garlic. Chris, throw that. Uh, there should be a coiled rope with some garlic on the end of it next to you. Just toss that on it. Okay. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll start with Garrett Gilkey, our buddy at Gilk73. He tweeted right after the game because he wasn't doing anything in the game. Got to jump back on the horse. I don't know what the hell that means. I guess the winning horse. I think he means um him. Yeah. He's got to get doped up. Um, we also have one from Drew Carey. At Drew from TV. <laughs> Great Twitter handle there, buddy. Um, our center suddenly throws as bad as our QB. Hashtag Browns. Oh, and is um, Chris, did the rope do anything? Is Bernie around?
0: <laughs>
1: Bernie, ah, there he is.
0: Are Bernie, are you ready for some Bernie? <laughs> a burning party.
1: All right, Bernie Kosar, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Oh, Bernie.
1: Celebrated a birthday last week, didn't you, Bernie? I, I
0: did. I am twelve years old. <laughs> All right, twelve years
1: old. <laughs> Bernie. All right, how's that garlic, Mr. Kosar? It's
0: delicious, you guys. Thank you so much for the garlic. People, when they walk by in the parking lot, they don't want to give me food. I tell them I'm so hungry, and they just laugh.
1: They do, don't they? Bernie, um, why don't you give a shout-out to our sponsor, Pierogi Mountain, real fast.
0: Pierogi Mountain, they have pierogies that you can eat.
1: Nice. Uh, Mr. Kosar, we brought you on again to give us your now reoccurring segment here, the Bernie Kosar Tweet of the Week. Folks, if you don't know, Bernie's got a Twitter. It's at Bernie Kosar QB. Um, I suggest you go follow him. It's fantastic. You you post a lot of sideways photos.
0: It's harder to take a regular picture with my T-Mobile sidekick.
1: (laughs) Um... So, Bernie, why don't you read us your uh, Tweet of the Week? Do you have it in front of you there?
0: I well, Let me open up my side gig. Uh, Okay, here we go. That was a horrible way to end up today. To lose it as a man is so tough. Two Fs. Sorry, Browns fans.
1: <laughs> and that's from... Bernie, you also had a great one here um, from Thanksgiving. I Let's see if I can. Yeah, let me see if I can get that one up for you. You tell it to me. I felt it was a really good way. Huh? You yeah, want me to tell, tell it, it to you? I'll read it. Yeah. I'll read it here. It says, "Happy uh, Space yeah. Thks Happy. Space uh, Giving." Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> And, I mean, you're really well under the 140 characters there. I
0: am economical
1: with my word usage. Okay. No. You all right? No. There? Oh, no. no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No. Mostly garlic by the look of it. Um, Bernie Kosar, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Hey. Oh, Hello.
1: Bernie, awesome. Bernie. So bad. Bernie, Bernie.
3: No, go. go. <laughs>
1: oh, no. Throw the rope back outside, Chris. Oh, and he'll follow it.
3: You know, maybe maybe Bernie could mentor Brandon Whedon a little bit in the art of drinking. That
1: might yeah, be I mean, good for Brandon. Before
0: you add it on that last part, I was going to say that's a terrible idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, anything else but that would have been good, yeah. Um, what do we we have coming up next here, we have the Lucy Memorial Tremia question. Do we have any music for that?
0: We do. Indeed. Lucy
1: Memorial Tremia question That was nice. She would have liked that. As we mentioned earlier, Josh Gordon is some sort of demigod at least, from what we can tell having two two, two 200-plus-yard games, 261 yards today. And it got me thinking, he's the first NFL player in history to have two 200-yard games in a row, which is awesome. And it got me thinking, who has the most? Like, how many receiving yards? Calvin Johnson, as you know, got close earlier this year. Hmm. But who has the most? And I wanted to ask you, who holds the record... For most receiving yards in an NFL game, and do you have a guess at how many yards?
0: I think I know this. Go ahead, Ian. Am I, actually, am I, it's, is it Willie Anderson? It's like 369 yards.
1: Okay. Brian Wiebe?
3: Uh, I have no idea. I'm going to say Jerry Rice, 400 yards. No, wait. Randy Moss, 400 yards.
1: Chris Mullen?
2: I'm going to go Jerry Rice for 401 yards, (laughs) Drew.
1: This is without going over. Ian, I believe you actually have the correct answer. It's Flipper Anderson, Anderson. also known as William Anderson, I believe, right? Flipper is not his Christian name. Is it? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Adventist. Willie Lee. Willie... Lee Anderson, Jr., Flipper Anderson, played for the Los Angeles Rams. And in November 26, 1989, he had 336 Ah. yards receiving against the New Orleans Saints. That is crazy. Calvin Johnson got 329 earlier this year against the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. Um, Jerry Rice, who both of you guys, well, wait, who Chris answered with, is seventh, that's the first time he shows up on the list, he had 289 yards against the Vikings. In nineteen ninety five. Randy good. Moss, is he on here? Let's um, I don't think he's on here. Yeah,
3: maybe not. But this
1: is like top fifty, it goes from two hundred and thirty yards up. Mm. So it's some pretty serious business. There's some surprisingly crappy players on this list, like uh Plaxico Burris. <laughs> Shot himself in the leg, people, and somehow he's yeah. twenty second. Tied with Where? Brian Hartline.
2: Where's Gordon <laughs> on there?
1: Gordon, today's 261, he would be tied for 14th with Steve Largent. Ooh. Representative Steve Largent, I believe. That's right. So that's your correct answer, Flipper Anderson, there. Um, next week, Browns versus the Patriots. Oh, man. In Foxborough. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Like saying if we think they're win or lose, I think the question should be by how many points are the Browns going
1: to lose? Okay, I like that. Chris, how many points are the Browns going to lose by? Um, 12. 12, okay. Brian Wiebe. I think this
3: just inspired my uh, broken bandwagon that we just heard. Um, Bill Belichick, if you can find it in your heart to keep it around 17, I know you still care.
1: Oh, yeah, former Browns coach. Ian Wolf. 23. Yeah, I think it's going to be... I'm going to actually say 24, blow Ian out. Oh <laughs> I think it's going to be more than that. It could get really bad. I think especially if Alex Tanney's playing. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Woof. Well, let's hope it's not too, too bad. Um, we
0: can hope it's not too, too bad all day but long. But it will
1: be. Yeah, it will be. Um, next week, America... And there's none of you who are hearing this, as we know from the average length of a listener of our podcast. Um, what's the, in, the on Stitcher? Oops, Stitcher. Is that Haley Hansen?
3: No, oh, that's not. That,
0: is that
1: Michelle Now?
3: That's Michelle Now.
1: Can hey. we get a guest? Can we get a shout out?
3: Ian, do you feel bad about your dreams
0: getting crushed?
1: Boom! Oh, no.
0: Oh. <laughs> Wait, What are my dreams? I don't even know. I crushed your dreams. Uh, yeah, oh, that's, oh, that's okay. my fantasy football. Your, oh, your totally fantasy crushed. football dreams of winning? Do, do I, I feel crushed? bad? No, because I know my team is just god awful, and I just don't
3: care. My team's really bad, too. My
0: I'm going good. playoffs,
1: bitches. Yeah. And I, yeah. <laughs> 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 I whooped Luke Edwards' ass so hard he couldn't even be on the podcast. Uh, week, too busy uh, crying. Yeah. Too busy mm-hmm. rubbing Ben Gay on his butt. <laughs> um, <laughs> ben Gay would love to have you on the show. Oh yeah, former cornerback. Uh-huh. Um, next week we're going to do a and a live with we're our off? audience as sure. proof to see if anyone listens to this show. will <laughs> the be big- there. Dave, you think? Yeah. Yeah, Go ahead, Ian.
0: I was going to say, just, uh, yeah, we'll send out the time and the link to the session, and during the recording process, you can ask us all sorts of questions.
1: Yeah, we'll do a segment about it, because Lord knows we're probably not going to want to talk about the game. Nope. Um, That'll be Sunday, December 8th, though. That will be the date.
3: But But... think of our draft pick.
1: Yeah, (laughs) we might have a draft pick. Maybe we'll just keep talking about draft picks. I <laughs> hey, Everybody, have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yep. That's your
0: question. Vegetarian yeah. made a turkey, and it was good.
1: Nice. Uh-huh.
0: How was yours, Brian Costco?
1: It was good. Good. Yeah, I went and saw the parents. Went to Lorraine.
0: Bill Uh
1: huh. It was good. Very nice. Ate a lot of pie.
0: Oh, I heard that about you.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> like the pie. Um,. I think that's all I have for this week. Anybody else?
3: Um, no. Yeah. I'm good. I got yeah. nothing else.
1: I think everyone should go watch the video of Alex Tanney doing trick shot garbage can throws. Um, until <laughs> next week, when the Browns lose to the Patriots by hopefully a somewhat respectable margin. I'm your host, Brian Kosko. You can find us on Twitter at 6B1P. That's the number 6, letter B, number 1, letter P. And on Facebook by searching 6Bs and a P. You can find us on Stitcher if you want to listen to us on your iPhone or Droid or Android iPhone by searching 6Bs and a P or Cleveland Browns or Bernie or Ian Wolfe or Picks Ian Wolfe, whatever, you know, you want to do. That's quite right. I want to thank Aquabarreligion.com for hosting this. What was that? And you really killed my mojo. Yeah,
0: I know. Well, you were talking about me being naked.
1: Where will they take you to? It's not important. All right. What is, is there an email address if they want to do something about that?
0: <laughs> they already
1: know it. Okay. Nudepix at snapchat.nudes. Yep. Um, <laughs> I want to thank all of you for being on this week. Ian Woof. Thank you. All right, Chris Poland.
3: You're a very welcome,
1: man. Thank you. Brian Weeby. Thanks. Michelle Na, is she still there?
3: She just wandered off, but All she right. thinks you as well.
1: There you go. Um, I'm your host, Brian Costco. Six please to be aqua Go Browns, draft picks. Draft picks. Draft picks. Draft picks. Draft picks. Draft
3: picks. Draft picks.
2: Draft picks.